Yo, welcome to OTR Sports, the show affectionately known as the sports spinoff show to Off the Record Podcast, the almost famous Off the Record Podcast. If you don't believe me, find out for yourself. Find us on all your podcast platforms. We are there. As you can see on the screen, I'm joined by some very debonair black men. But before I introduce them, I, of course, as I always do, have to shout out who's powering us right now, if I can find it. Of course, we're powered by Crossover Media, the place where you can find sports and culture, and it's Black-owned. And check this out. We are not asking for seats at the table anymore. We're building our own table right now. So check us out, man. Crossover Media. Oh, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got somebody dropping in in the middle of the show. Let's let's bring this guy in. What's going <laughs> on, Alex, Alex <laughs> dropping in. <laughs> <laughs> Alex on the road dropping in. He joined us. So just in time for the introduction, if you if you get choppy, we just want to make sure everybody. I'm, you you go ahead, go ahead, Alex. Just everybody, just make sure everybody knows. World champion Los Angeles Lakers. Did you guys hear about that? <laughs> <laughs> I see you. I see you. I see you. That was our daily reminder. I yeah. saw it on the scroll. It was right after the uh, Biden Trump uh, debate. <laughs> I saw Lakers won championship. <laughs> just wanted to make sure right, you guys so, heard about that. That that was unexpected, but you know I'm glad my brother could join us. I see his hat, so let's move to the introductions, man. First, we got my man Quan, aka OTR Quan, aka Pimp Juice. What up, Quan? How you doing, man? Happy Saturday, everybody. Great to be back on. Loving the flow, loving the vibe. Next up, man, we got my man Brandon, aka OTR Brandon, BKA Prince Ooch. <laughs> what up what up what up happy saturday what's going on man then we got my man alex who just jumped in on us you know that's we we know him aka as mr lake essential but which i don't know he's better <laughs> he's, he's better known as mr hammerjack the baltimore <laughs> club the baltimore club king from back in the day. <laughs> Thank you guys and then we joined by a special guest, man. This is again, he's been on uh he this is two weeks in a row, man. He joined us on OTR Sports. This has been our brother for 30 years. Um, we're trying to get him in the podcast game so we get him on as much as we can. Daoud, what's hey. up, bro? Oh man, it's a pleasure. Uh love you guys. It's a pleasure joining such a beautiful platform, crossover media, off the record sports show, off the record regular podcast. Um, my brothers are doing beautiful things. And anytime you can have that collective works and economics with your brothers, it's actually a blessing and a beautiful thing. And I just look forward to dropping nuggets and kicking a lot of ass on this podcast today. <laughs> sure. Well, look, man, we appreciate that. We appreciate that. So, look, man, let's jump right into it, man. So the playoffs is over, you know, but Alex is reminding us who won the championship, of course, and I'm sure he'll do that each week. But the NBA is probably a 365 league, right? So there's already already been some news in the NBA, and it's been pertaining to some coaching hires. So we wanted to get into that. I wanted to get you guys' opinion on some of the new coaches that were, that were hired recently. So... Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. This first, this first name I'm about to throw out there. I'm, I'm gonna need some help pronouncing this dude's name. But the Pacers, <laughs> but the Pacers, man. Let's start with the Pacers. The Pacers hired. I know his first name. Y'all help me with the last name. The Pacers hired the assistant, the lead assistant from the Toronto Raptors, 
Um, Jordan, he is on the screen. Yes, right, right. The B is silent. Oh, okay. Bro. Yeah, Jorgen. Jorgen. I don't. Jordan. I don't even think Jordan. I'm pronouncing it right. Still, we're gonna call him Nate BJ. No okay. offense, no hope. But, um, <laughs> well, Jordan. Jordan. Okay, we'll call him that. So, uh, this is probably not the you know not the 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 most the sexiest pick I guess of the hire so far. So I don't know what you guys know about this dude or anything, but he's he's highly, highly recommended by Nick, uh, Nick Nurse, who is a championship coach. He's been his lead assistant for a while now. So what do you guys feel about the Pacers going this route? I mean, I know there were some big names that were thrown out there. They, there were even some unexpected names that the Pacers, that it looked like the Pacers might go that route. I know it was there was um, talks of, you know, even Becky Hammond being in the running. So what do you guys think about this pick? Um, yeah, right, basically. Um, but no, he, he's from the, the thing about it, he's from the Toronto tree. Uh, Nick Nurse is an incredible coach, uh, coach of the year, champion coach, a longtime assistant too to Dwayne Casey. And once he sat in that big seat, he uh parlayed that and leveraged that to a, an incredible uh season last year and then coach of the year this year. So it, it fits the par for the course for the NBA. It's a real copycat league. It's very tough to think outside the box. As much as the NBA wants to be so progressive and all this and all that, in general, the billionaires pick coaches who they know. They, they don't really stray too far out and go off the limb. And I'm sure down the line we'll, we'll talk about what the Brooklyn Nets did and how they actually did go a little off reservation. But this guy, I mean, you know, Indiana's a small market team. So this guy probably gets a three, four year deal, doesn't have to get paid that much. And, and of course, we know with the NBA losing hundreds of millions this year, uh, teams, especially small market teams, aren't spending a lot of money on coaches. So why not? I agree. I agree. Small market area, small market team. They don't really have the expectations of winning anything big as of right now. So, I mean, they have the chance and, you know, they have the opportunity to be in the real rebuilding stage. This guy comes from the tree of, you know, the Toronto Raptors. They've become a winning or a winning organization. So, I mean, pretty much let's see what what he can do. <laughs> it's, it's not going to hurt. <clears throat> it's not going to help. Well, 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 I'm not going to say that. We'll see. We'll see if it's going to help. Because like I said, he comes from the, he came from that organization from, from the Raptors. And like you said, it's, it's a copycat league. They may want to, you know, from what it looks like, they want some type of organization or they want some type of coach to come in and that's going to, bring some type of winning attitude to that to that team. So only time will tell. <clears throat> what do you think about the move, B? I mean, I don't I don't know much about the guy really. His assistant coaching resume is is solid. I think that's just kind of like the the trend in in NBA and I mean even in NFL like bringing in a guy who's not particularly on anybody else's radar. Um, looking for, you know, like a fresh start. I mean, because as you alluded to, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of other coaches out there. It's just like, all right, how many more chances are we going to give these people? You know, they might hold us over. Whereas you go with this guy who who may not be, you know, on everybody else's radar. He could be the one to to build up the team to, I don't know, to get them where they want to go. I mean, you look at Nick Nurse. Who knew, who the hell knew, knew who Nick Nurse was before he was in, you know, in Toronto? I mean, I don't know. It's It, it just... I don't know too much about the guy. Let's see what he does. But I do think this is one of those, hey, you know, we need a we need a voice that folks aren't tired of in the locker room. Somebody new, somebody with energy. Mm -hmm. he, he probably knows his X's and O's. Let's see what he's got. 
So, so Alex, I, you know, you are our resident uh, NBA insider. What do you what do you think about this move? Were you surprised at it? I know D'Antoni was mentioned for this position, um, and it looked like he he had it all locked up. It looked like they were going to go that he was going to go that route, or the, the Pacers would go that route. So, what do you think about this move? I mean, oftentimes you see coaches are kind of just retreads, and so it's it's nice to see a dude we never really heard about get an opportunity. I mean, look, man. A lot of people didn't want Frank Vogel to get a, another opportunity with Los Angeles, and then it, it ended up in a championship. You got to here end up in a championship with the Lakers, right? Okay, you've got to that. So I mean, like it's it's nice to it's nice to hear these guys that we don't know about get an opportunity. That said, I did think Dan Tony was going to be the guy, but let's also call it what it is, man. The NBA this season is going to take a dip in, in money somewhere around. Uh, I believe five hundred million, possibly a billion dollars in lost revenue. They'll make that money up long term, so that's not so much of an issue. But when you're talking about small market teams, I mean, let's just let's just call it what it is. The Pacers ever going to attract the big name? Probably not, right? So why not give this guy a shot? I mean, their two best players are Malcolm Brogdon and Victor Oladipo. And Oladipo, he's got one year left on his deal. So if he decides to, to bounce next season. Like, what long-term established coach is going to come in there and your best player leaves next year? And then what is Indiana? So give the guy a shot. If it works out, great. I mean, Indiana has no expectations at best. If they make it to the second round, that's a win for a team like Indiana. No one expects them to compete for a championship. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think you all touched on it. I think, you know, it's time to see some new faces in the league, man. I don't know if you guys think, and I'll ask you this question quickly and y'all can chime in. It seems like the retread situation with the coaches, it, it seems like it's not as bad in the NBA as it is in the NFL. I could be wrong. Hmm. It, it seems like you may see in the NBA, like the Nick Nurses and these guys, the Steve Kerrs, those guys who weren't, the, the Steve Nashes who didn't have any coaching experience getting jobs. We keep seeing in the NBA, in the NFL, the Mike McCarthy's and, and these guys keep getting jobs and then high-profile jobs. So, Daoud, I see you itching to answer this one. What do you think, man? Is it? Is I wasn't it? itching. I got poison ivy on my hand. Um, <laughs> no, it's, uh, no, okay, here's a couple of things. Remember, NFL old money. You're talking the Chicago Bears, been out forever. Philadelphia Eagles, forever. Washington Red football, whatever you call them, been out forever. So a lot of old money there. Their owners probably average in age 55, 60 years old. NBA, a little bit younger ownerships. So they actually, and, and a lot of the NBA guys are tech guys, so they actually do give uh, a better chance of trying new things. But they do a lot of retreads in the in NBA. I know we're going to talk on Stan Van Gundy and his terrible hire from uh, New Orleans soon. Uh, Alvin Gentry, Doc Rivers gets a job every two weeks. It's, it, it's just, it, it's so comfortable to be safe. And I get it. If you was a billionaire, I would play it safe too, possibly. But it's the NFL is old money, so they just recycle the same bums. Literally, the same bums get jobs. It doesn't even matter. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, you, you, I'm, I'm, you jumped ahead one, but I'm, I'm gonna start with that, the one you just mentioned. This, this might be of the hires. This might be the most surprising, maybe to me. It is. Mm -hmm. Stan Van Gundy was hired to to lead the young 
New Orleans Pelicans, I mean, listen, they got a bunch of bunch of talent down there, man. What do you guys think about this fit, man? Let's start. I'm gonna start with you, Ood. I'm gonna throw it back to you. You kind of you kind of mentioned how you feel about it already, but um, let, a couple. So, so let me so let me ask you this question: Why don't you think this? Why don't you think this is a good fit? I think Stan Van Gundy is a, actually a really nice guy. He's like Ron Rivera. I mean, they're really nice guys. I would probably get a cup of coffee with them. You know, I, I think they're really good. As an everyday coach and the grind, see, you got to understand, when you're talking about 82 games, six, seven months, I mean, these guys grind. They grind out, man. And that's why a great coach like Phil Jackson can't do anymore. And you see guys like Popovich, like, you know, Tim Duncan, you coach tonight. Because I'm just tired. I'm 69 years old. I'm tired. (laughs) Stan Van, Van, let's look over his last four years, okay? Let's look over his last four years in Detroit where he had – Total. Okay, I'm talking about total power. Can you imagine having total power? If you're married, have a girlfriend, we know we don't have total power. So imagine having total power. (laughs) And you win, let's go back and say, you win 32 games, 44 games, 37 games, 39 games. And you get, guess how many playoff wins you have? I mean, just guess, just guess. Wait, actually, let me ask you this. Hey, Quan, how many playoff wins did you have last year? Okay, and that's how many Stan Van Gundy had after four years. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, guy's a, the guy's a panicky, sweaty disaster. He's the a master of panic, as the great Shaquille O'Neal said. But he's a really nice guy, and he's a solid commentator. I actually – now, his brother's terrible, so he gets the mute button. But Stan what? actually is okay to listen to. It's hold just on, a Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Oh, Jeff, Jeff oh. Van Gundy, he's, he, you know, he, he should have something raised in the Raptors at, at the Garden, yo. you know. You know what this reminds me of? This, this this whole hire, like, and just like you say, he's a nice guy. Okay, he's a beautiful guy, really cool guy. Yeah, he you know he has some type of flair when it comes to his interviews, right? I, I've mm-hmm. seen him, and he kind of seems like he's a guy that he just kind of speaks from the cuff. He doesn't really hold anything, you know. He just says what 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 he feels, right? But to me, it kind of feels as if it, this this is, this goes back to this goes back to when he was coaching with the Magic when he had Dwight Howard. You know, he was kind of somewhat trying to. You know, I mean, they they were they were a playoff team at the time. They were a young team coming up, and so now it seems as if like they're trying to put him in the position with Zion. Mm-hmm. You have the young center. You got you got a young squad. You got a young team that's 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 I want to say I want to say up and coming. But you I mean you have some you have some talent. Some pieces, some really nice yeah, pieces. Yeah, you have a few pieces that can. Let, that can... let me be the voice of reason. Oh, I, I'm I'm I, I'm I can I are you good? Am I done or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say that this is what it feels like. That's, that's the only thing it feels like to me is that it's just the whole redo process of when he was with the when he was with Orlando. That that's that's what it feels like. To me. I don't really see them doing anything. Go, go ahead, I, Alex. I, I, yeah. Listen, listen. I think the Stan Van Gundy uh, hire is actually a really good one for New Orleans. First off, let's go back to time in Miami. Like I actually think he got wrong. All deal in Miami. The only reason I think he got fired is because Pat Riley saw an opportunity for him to get an extra ring. That's number one. Number two, I think when you're looking at Orlando, that Orlando team overachieved, man. Like that Orlando team did really well during a time when Kobe was in his prime and LeBron was doing his thing. They beat LeBron and oh, by the way, ran into my championship Lakers. Okay. So, like, Stan Van got a raw deal. Then you look at Detroit and let's just be honest. 
did anyone believe that Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond and Reggie Jackson was going to lead Detroit to anything? Like, like all of this is a playoff win. Man. I mean, one playoff win. Been... Whoa, whoa, whoa. But no, voice of reason. First, voice of reason. Listen, he should, he should, they 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 made it, they made, a, made, should, they made not, a major trade for for Blake. They they should have at least been able to get out the first round. He was the team president. He Blake signed Blake, Blake Griffin Blake, to a five year he should twenty million dollar deal. He should well, he was. Blake Griffin has been since like two thousand thirteen. It doesn't so matter. He on, was. Man. He had That's total. Not all he had now. total power. I, I don't I, understand how well, we can surpass having total power and no that power. Mean he's had, like, we, come on. That is oh, so. a bad executive, not a bad coach. Okay. Well, no, for, for, for New Orleans, like that, oh, that, that Orlando overachieved. You don't think that Orlando team overachieved? They were, yo, they were, no, that they were pretty good. They, they, they came, they showed out. They had who? They Howard. They had Jermaine. They beat LeBron they into the finals. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I'm saying they, they played out, and then I guess everything exploded, you know, exploded when, you know, everything came out with Dwight Howard throwing shots at fan. But, no, I mean. No, Dwight, he didn't want to be we, in Orlando. We don't have to, a Shaq fan don't even mention that little guy. <laughs> well, yes, but he also didn't want to be in Orlando because Dwight Howard likes Stan Van Gundy being a master of panic, sweaty, sweaty punk. <laughs> That's what he is. Okay, I'm so, sure he's a nice guy. Stan, I, okay, I like so hold on. Stan Van Gundy. Stan Van Gundy. Look, he's like he's a very knowledgeable guy of, of basketball. For New Orleans yes. to get better, obviously they they are young, and youth is not typically win in the NBA. So for them to get better, they need somebody there who will coach them. If the, if there's anything that Stan Van Gundy will do, regardless of whatever the result is at the end of the season, he is going to try to coach them. On the fundamentals of basketball, I posted. A, look, I didn't look. Stan Van Gunny, he's got skills himself. I, I posted a clip on Twitter of him doing that little crossover thing. Like, yo, I didn't know he had that in him. Yeah, but I mean, but he, Stan Van Gundy. I mean, just the the Van Gundys in general. The, these are guys that that have been around basketball for a very long time. Stan Van Gundy still has uh, energy, and so I think that. It's, it's going to take a lot of energy. It's going to take a, no, a lot of knowledge to get the Pelicans to the next step. Now, overall, if you want to talk about, because this, this this is a this is a bottom line lead. You know, we we want W's. I think Van Gundy will make the Pelicans a better team. I don't know how much better. They're like, I, I think Alvin Gentry is a is a decent coach. He always gets jobs though where he's got to come in and he's got to coach the young guys. He he had it in Phoenix. He's got to coach the young guys, and they bring him over to the Pelicans. He's got to coach the young guys. I, I think he, but he coaches those no, I, I, teams I up. Agree with you. Stephen, Stephen go ahead, is go a ahead. professional coach, and he's not a bad guy. So it, it's almost like. I think people take it. I'm not dissing him. I'm not dissing him. He's a really nice guy. He's going to really love the big that Cassie come on. <laughs> I, he's he's a really nice guy. On the TL. You no, I wasn't do. dissing him. I'm just saying this is another retread uh, ho-hum hire. He's a professional coach, though. He's like Ron sure. Rivera for the my New Orleans football. had no expectations. No one, well, they no do. One they do because they're going to have two care. max players. And they have expectations. And if they don't have expectations. sell on New Orleans. Let but if they don't have expectations, then why not hire someone like Indiana? Oh, 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 let them finish. Go ahead. They don't have any expectations. As long as the Lakers are the Lakers, the Clippers are the Clippers, Denver, Denver, uh, the Warriors are back. Like, they have no expectations, man. They're not made to get into the playoffs, but then you get in and you get ran out by the Lakers, Clippers, or Denver. Like, what expectations do they have? Really? They're three to four years away. I, I, they, three they, to four years away. Not one year. I, I don't, I don't agree with that. Three to, four, three to four years from like, three to four years from what? Making the playoffs? 
Yeah, like the bar shouldn't be that low. And if they don't have expectations, I agree. And if they don't have expectations, then why not hire someone that's actually look at look at look at Minnesota? Carl Anthony Towns is an all star. No, but see, no, no, no. See, I, I, you have a point. People you have a valid. You have, like you, you have a. LSU. He's not. Like, what, what, what are we doing? But if they don't have expectations, then why not hire someone like Indiana did? If that's your bar, why hire a seventy-year-old sweaty well, master? Because, because you, because it's a process. I think more of it's because of it's a bigger market. Just like we talk about it, like Indiana's small market, New Orleans bigger market. You got Zion Williamson. He was the first pick. You know, you, you you have a lot going with that. So, you know, you, you got you got to take you got to take that somewhat into consideration. Okay, so, so let me ju- let me jump in here real quick. Could you know, the expectation I... should be on New Orleans, man. Expectation. Let me just say this part now. The expectation should be not losing your superstar. They lost Chris Paul. They lost Anthony Davis. The expectation should be not losing Zion. And and why would you have a guy like Stan Van Gundy here? I think he's a fun coach. Could could the hire be based off? Who of... are you going to bring in? Could the, could the hire be based off of what they seen Stan Van Gundy do with a young Dwight Howard? That's what Quan said. That's what Quan said earlier, and that was 15 years ago. So I don't know how much that even gets played. I mean, I mean, and then and then you know, our guy. What did shout, he do with Dwight Howard? He left, like Holla just said. Okay, but no I mean, one wants to play for a, a sweaty. No, but yo, no, that mean, that team didn't. I mean, sometimes things just go. Sometimes things just go bad. But go Orlando, ahead, Mike. Orlando, Orlando my bad. But it was Orlando, like Shaq. Why did Pat Riley say, people, yo, people been to Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, worst no, airport in America. No, no offense to our, no offense to our listeners from Orlando. Right, so, so that's two, three times that people have said that it's better that I, I mean, fired Orlando, this the racist guy. city. Yeah, I mean, come on. Oh, I won't call it racist city. Right, so let me let, let me let me say this right quick, and I, and I want to shout out our guy Brian, who's a, who's who's uh, part of the Ball Is Left podcast on Crossover Media. He said SVG will place a, an actual defensive system in place. I mean, like I, like I said in the opening, you know, we know New Orleans has some talent. You know, they show that they can make some noise. They're young. So maybe the hire was based off of getting somebody in there, a little older, that can get a hold of this team and wouldn't let them just run wild mm-hmm. and give them some structure, especially mm-hmm. on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I, I, it's, he's a professional coach. He's been around, yeah. for, he's been around forever. Um, why not Nate McMillan, though? Who's actually won a playoff game in the last fifty this years? This is how. This is how. <laughs> well, too too much, too much. I mean, this like is how I know. If New Orleans is, this is how I know New Orleans is serious. If New Orleans doesn't decide, Brad, Brad Ingram is up for a max extension. If New Orleans lets him walk, they're not serious about competing. Right, so it doesn't matter who they would have brought in as a coach. They're not serious about spending money. That's a good point, and that's, that's what it boils point. down to. Are you willing to go into the tax to produce a championship team? Well, they got they got well, they got Ingram coming up. They got Zoe coming up after that. Then they got Zion. They gonna have to spend some money. And I know Georgia Benson, who's the Saints owner, she's terrible too. But you know, well, you gotta pay the let's play. See, let's see if she let's see if she wants to throw that guap. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, SVG sparked a heated debate, right? I, I'll be honest, I didn't, I didn't see that coming either. I didn't expect the SVG conversation to go as far as it did, but hey, good, whatever. So, <laughs> and I'm glad I skipped to it when I did because I was actually going to go to this hire first, which I think is the least surprising hire of the of the three. 
Uh, we have Ty Lue signing with the Clippers to take over that team. Of course, we know. Hey, hey, and, and Brian's in here. Brian is a Clip fan, so I'm glad he's in here. I hope he, you know, he, he makes a Wait, few comments. there's a such thing as Clippers fans? That's interesting. <laughs> here we go. So, so I mean, uh, Brian, I, I would like, you know, if you could put in the chat box your thoughts on the hire. But, fellas, Ty Lue taking over the Clippers. He was already there. He was an assistant. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with you, B. We think about great, the hire. I think it was. I think it was a a great hire for the Clippers. He's already been there. He's got the experience. To me, he's got the pedigree. He's got the ability to relate to the players. He's got the basketball knowledge. Again, he's already been there. I think the Clippers are going to be just as good, if not if not better, next year. I think this was. I think this was a great hire, man. A thousand percent. Um, huge Ty Lue fan. I remember when he had the straight backs in the 01 finals when Iverson stepped over him. A sad day in Laker lore, but we got over it. Um, <laughs> you got to, once again, I, the thing about Doc, Doc is an okay coach. He's good. He's a championship coach, whatever that means. I think he plays more golf than he grinds, though. And, and, and once again, this is a grind, man. You got to be at this job like 10, 12 hours a day. You kind of basically want to die on that damn court. These coaches are crazy, okay? Ty Lue has the energy. He has the, the the championship expertise. He knows that the Clippers need a point guard. The Roach, I mean, Pat Beverly is just not it. <laughs> the Roach. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a slam dunk hire. He works for the richest owner, so the money's going to be good. He's going to get whatever he needs. It's a slam dunk. You're in yeah, L.A. I, I mean, right? <laughs> He wasn't never going to Houston. Can, can, I just, can, I, can I just add, I, I, I think part of Doc Rivers moving on was was to allow Ty, Tyron Lue to, to have this chance. I agree Almost with that. like, you know, Ty Lue probably deserved to have a head coaching job before he became the assistant coach of the Clippers. He should have been a Lakers and, coach. And, this is, and, this, and, 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 you know, hey, other coaches have been set up for, for these type of hires before. Now Doc Rivers is is, is kind of doing that for his own, however you want to define that. I think him walking away, part of that is is knowing that Tyron Lue, he he's going to be able to 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 you know take this team going forward. I respect, and that's that's what good winners do. They should be doing stuff like that. But Doc also was playing thirty six holes of golf a day. I'm just, I just, I just hope Philadelphia has a lot of good golf courses. So let me, those- let, let me let me let me. <laughs> let me let Quad get in here, Quad. What do you what do you think of the Ty Lue hire, man, for the Clippers? It's a great, it's a I think it's a great opportunity for him. I'm happy for him. Exact, you know, he's came into the league. He like you said, like Dio said, he played in the in the league when he had straight backs, and he, you know, obviously <laughs> over him. I, I remember that, Alex. I, I was at your house watching the playoffs that night. You know, to see where he's came, to, to see where he's going now. I, I think it's I think it's great. You know, he knows the system. He knows the players. You know, nothing was ever given to him. Like you see a lot of coaches that come in, out and out the league, you know. He, I mean, he's 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 earned his stripes, you know. So I, I think it's I think it's great. I think it's a good a good opportunity for him. And like I said, he knows the system, knows the players. Kudos to Doc Rivers, man. If that was the case, to you know, to walk away from it and to let that man have a, you know, opportunity to 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 you know win a championship or attempt to win a championship. Hey man, I'm I'm all for it. Alex, I kept you last, man, because this is your crosstown rival. There there was a there was a thought that Ty would get the Lakers job before Vogel did. What do you think about this hire, man? Does this 
does this does this scare you? Does it scare you at all? I mean, he is a good coach. He is a championship coach. What are your overall thoughts about the hire, man? Doesn't scare me. We have seventeen championships. Clippers have zero. <laughs> they never made it out of the second round. Scary? Oh. Let me explain something to you. Doc Rivers is overrated. All right, and that's conversation for another show. All right. I understand everybody's, you know, giving them his kudos or whatever. Listen, the Clippers are the Clippers. Got up to Brian and he hosts Clip said he's a credentialed Clippers writer. Um, he's my guy. But the Clippers are the Clippers. They will always be not second, not third, not fourth, but they'll always be at the very bottom when it comes to LA sports, behind the Dodgers, behind the Sparks. But I mean behind everybody in LA, man. Like, I don't care how much money Bummer has. The Clippers are just they suck, man. And Ty Lue, I'm glad he got an opportunity. I think he's a really good coach. I actually thought he was someone that the Lakers should have hired last offseason. He was on my short list of guys that they should go at. I like Ty Lue. Like, I know some people think that he, you know, because he coached LeBron, he might, like, he might know LeBron and have his kryptonite. Yeah, good luck with that. I mean, the Clippers are going to clip, man. I don't think they're going to be better next year. I don't think so at all. I think they'll be as good as they were this year. Second or third in the West. And, eh, you know, that's cute and all. But I'm focused on championships, not second or third place. <laughs> so as he mentioned man our, our guy brian man who who is an nba credential uh uh writer and he covers the the clippers so shout out to him man and he, he, he he's the host of the clip set podcast and of course like i said ball is left uh co-host of those podcasts so can i reiterate something shout out to him but this is yeah this is what he said brian thinks ty will play some modern Offensive system in place, willing to make adjustments that Doc wouldn't. Go ahead, Ooh, what you got to say to that? I, I have to agree with my brother Alex. The Clippers, I don't call them a crosstown rival. Like, I, I was there when the, the Pooh Richardson Clipper day, like I, the okay. Darius Miles days. Like, they're I, not rivals. They're, they're a nice, they're not even the Mets. You know, we, I know you got the Yankees and the Mets. The Mets, at least, like, are good sometimes. But we agree the NBA, we agree the NBA was, was, setting that up to be the <laughs> clash in LA, right? I guess. It was corny. I, I never, like, anyone that's watched more than three years of basketball knows the Clippers are the Clippers. They're, come on, they should play at the LA Sports Arena again. They don't even deserve to be at Staples. We gotta cover their banners up. Like, I don't... <laughs> whatever. whatever. Oh, I'm old, though. So Also, also Brian believe Kenny At- Atkinson will take over to play a development that's a great coach. Great. He got a, now he got a raw deal in Brooklyn. He got a raw deal. But then again, we're not behind the scenes. And if the star player ain't feeling you, let me tell you something about NBA coaches. They're hired to be fired. I don't give a shit who you are. You are hired to be fired. You will be fired in three or four years. It doesn't matter. If the star player ain't feeling you, you are out of there. And that's what's going to happen with Stan Van Gundy. We hope it lasts three years. But I, I can see it going left real quick. Go, go ahead, go Kenny Atkinson didn't come off as a as a. I think Brooklyn needed a coach that was open to player suggestions. I, I'll say rather mildly. And Kenny Atkinson, you know, he's he's got experience as a coach. Obviously, he did a pretty good job in Brooklyn developing those players out there. So I I think with other folks coming in maybe it just it it maybe just wouldn't have been a, a a good a good fit 
I, I think I think Steve Nash, you know, Kevin Durant, they come in a timeout, you know, Kevin Durant and then running the running the huddle or whatever. Steve Nash, you know, just like, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, when you come off that pick, do that. Whereas Kenny Atkinson probably be like, hey, um, I'm the coach. You're the player. <laughs> That's a good point. And Brian, I'm, I'm sorry. Brian's making some it's really good points here. Go ahead, Alex. It's interesting you said player suggestion because Kyrie has said we, we're going to take turns. Coaching. We don't really need a coach. We don't see us as having a coach. That's not a player suggestion. That's just foolishness. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a, a you know the the whole cliche about the locker room, the huddle. Like you have to, regardless of everybody's uh, ability to do whatever role that they're playing, you have you're dealing with people. <laughs> you have to be able to to mesh personalities. Yeah, that's, that's like ninety percent of the job. And you're dealing with millions. Like that's that's the job is yeah. meshing personalities and actually listening and and not. You know, my way or the highway types. I mean, right. that, the Bobby Knight days of coaching, the John Thompson days, the Jim Beheim days, them shits is over, dog. Them shits are over. All right, so, I mean, perfect segue talking about the Nets, man. Listen, it's not it's not often you hear much uh, media coverage or much hubbub over an assistant coach hire. So I want to throw this on the screen, right? I want to get you guys' opinion on this. So this guy right here is now <laughs> is now an assistant coach. Amari <laughs> Stoudemire was hired by Steve Nash. Like Blade. Amari <laughs> Stoudemire was hired by Steve Nash as his as an assistant coach, man. Now. Yeah, we, we, we all know we all know Amari Stoudemire takes. He takes red wine baths, and this is, <laughs> and, and maybe he That's will, maybe maybe he will Don't put like KD, laid in the bath below. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he will put KD and Kyrie onto this this practice, man. So, <laughs> what, what do you guys think of Amari Stoudemire, man, getting a shot to be an assistant coach, man? I'm gonna start with you, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> As a as a player, I'm I'm an Amari Stoudemire fan. I don't know. I I don't know. Um, well, I did say you know you got Nash and Amari Stoudemire. So one thing that they will be teaching in practice is the pick and roll. And I think the two man game with Kyrie and KD, if if you can uh, you know manipulate the game to where it's down late and you know you're running the two man with, with Kyrie and KD pick and roll. However, they they ran it in you know in Phoenix. That, that, that's pretty deadly because you know KD can roll. Uh, if, if the hedge defender you know steps up, they got to step up to Kyrie. Otherwise, you're gonna give up a, a, a three point shot. If they step up, you got the switch off. You got KD on a mismatch. They, whew, uh, I, I think that's what that's what they're gonna go to. They they're gonna perfect that, and it's it's gonna be hard to stop. But I don't know. I that that's if they ever ever get the plan together. I, I'm a Knicks fan, so I I, I don't really. Want to say too many positive things about the Nets right now? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Quan, about Amari and his wine bass? You know, getting a shot of being an assistant coach, man. I I, I didn't know he took <laughs> red wine bass until now. <laughs> I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, this Yo. is, this that's red wine. That's the bath full of red wine. <laughs> It's the okay. guy in the shirt looking at him. that's like creeping me out. Like, he where, been, well, he's yeah. been. Well, you take bass still reserve, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you, said, you said I take bass or what? 
still reserved. <laughs> this yeah. is, oh man, he's actually being interviewed in this picture. That's why the guy is there. But yeah, it's you can read up about it, man. He said he said his health benefits and all of that. Okay, to taking red wine bath. So okay, all right, cool, all right. I, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't really know what to say about that. Like, <laughs> I'm a firm believer and I'm a firm advocate in, in people, whatever opportunities you get, you know, you, you take it and run with it. And, you know, it can come from anywhere. So, I mean, a shout out to Steve Nash for providing a my uh, opportunity to coach. I just don't know what this shit's going to lead. Quick I mean, question. Are you are you drinking the red wine? You're in, are, are, are you drinking your bath water if that's you? Yeah, I mean, look, coaches have some type of all coaches, whatever they do. I mean, you know, some are normal, some are abnormal. You know what I mean? Whatever, you know, some people may have some type of ritual, whatever they do. All right. I mean, he's knowledgeable. He's played in he's played in the league, and I mean, he can help. I just don't know where this shit's gonna lead, though. <laughs> I'm just, you know what I mean? I don't I don't know what's gonna transpire from from the hire. But hey, I mean, it's a it's a great opportunity for him. So yeah, let's see what happens. It's got to be the pick and roll, yo. What, what is Amari going to tell KD? Like, I, I, KD, like he KD's a better player. So I'm not sure. I don't know. Sorry. So, that was, what what do you what do you think, man? What do you think about Amari getting a shot? Um, a couple of things. So when, when I was talking, when I when I, I I totally forgot about Amari. To be honest with you, but then I realized he's actually underrated now. That guy was fucking insane when he was playing with. The seven or seconds or less uh, sons. Insane. He's a six-time All-Star. He, he's actually underrated. But as far as the coaching thing, uh, being an assistant coach, it's you know it's like levels to coaching. So I don't I, I don't know if he should have jumped to assistant coach. Maybe player development. Uh, maybe help three or four days out the week or something like that. But like Quan says, like it's a great opportunity. Try the shit out. If it don't work, you can go spend your three hundred million dollars. Go taking wine baths and reading the Torah, like whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Alex, man, you got anything to throw on Amari getting this job? Look, man, I'm always happy when a black man gets a job. That's number one. Number two, we know big men often don't get coaching positions. So for Nash to look out and get it, get a big man, his his boy, a job, give him a shot, man. I mean, look, I'm all I'm all for seeing if this works in terms of the coaching part. I don't know about the red wine bath, but hey, Jesus did turn water into wine, so who am I to, to criticize red wine? But I, I, but I'll say this: I think everyone's talking way too much about that. Kyrie hasn't had to play more than sixty games in, in a season in recent years. K, K, KD is coming off the worst basketball injury that anyone could, could have. I want to see them guys on the court before I start talking about them doing anything. Fair enough, fair enough. Brian makes yeah. a good point again. He said Amari will reignite DeAndre DeAndre Jordan and possibly help develop Jared Allen. Yeah, I mean they do have they do have some. Jared Allen is a talented guy. I I think he'll be I think he'll be one of the guys that he should. I think. Yeah. I think he, well, yeah, they can run the pick and roll with him. He I should think, be playing. He should be playing more than DeAndre Jordan, by the way, who is super washed up. But I, I think I think that I think that Jared will end up being a part of a deal because I do think the Clippers. I mean, sorry. I do think the Nets are going to make another move. Get that third player. You get that third player. So I think he'll probably end up being out of there. But if he's not, man, I think you know, Mari Mari can help these young guys. He can he can help DeAndre as well, man. So we'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes. Yeah, I, I remember when DeAndre Jordan uh, when Dallas held him captive. No, the the clip the Clippers held him captive. Then went to the Lakers. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, re- I remember that. Ooh, when they 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 locked him in the room, they would. Why would you him. hold that guy captive? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what what Amari can. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure what Amari can can tell DeAndre Jordan either. I mean, DeAndre Jordan's a vet. He on his way. He on his way yeah. out. Like he 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 was a better defensive player, interior defensive player than than Amari was. He's um, a, but yeah, he's DeAndre's a, a good rim runner too, though. Pete. Yeah, like he could. Yeah, yeah, he, he's a good rim runner. So I mean, so was Amari. I, I I I don't know. I mean, Jared Allen. I could definitely see him helping out Jared Allen's game, and maybe maybe that's that's where that. I mean, they already kind of run the pick and roll with him, but maybe Amari can sharpen him up there. I mean, I, I think to Brian's point, I think that, you know, maybe Amari will light a fire under DeAndre again. Yeah, yeah. Um, going yeah. In, com- coming into a season where if, if you know, it's, it's a big if, but coming into a season where if KD is, is healthy and Kyrie is healthy, uh, they, they have a good core, man. So maybe this will, you know, maybe this will be what will – uh, like that fire under DJ and Gannon, and you can get, you know, that good 13 rebounds a game, you know, good four or five dunks a game, and that's, and that's all you're asking for. Yeah, good high I like energy, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, I agree with Alex, though. I'm kind of interested in seeing the Nets. Like, I, I they got some question marks. They got some killers. I, 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 I'm, glad, I'm glad they're on the East Coast so we get to see a lot of them. Well, they, they, they got to play first. They haven't played yeah. together. Yeah, that's, that's the big. That, that's that's the a good big start, thing. right? But I, I, I'll say this. I'll say this before we move on. I'm glad to see it, man. And you know what? Uh, Nash took a little bit of a backlash because of the hire. You know, for for numerous reasons, but a lot of it was because he didn't have any coaching hire, uh, coaching experience, and then to hire his his guy who they 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 did some things together on the court who also doesn't have coaching experience. I think it was a ballsy move. I like to see it, man. So yeah. kudos so, to him. Well, so, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, can I reiterate? I know I'm talking so much, but it's because I have a lot to say and I sound good. So check this out. <laughs> um, the thing about it, where we talked earlier about a retread cycle in the NFL, old money, NBA, you have a lot of retreads because they're older, but they're still a little bit more progressive. You got to understand, uh, Alex, who is the owner of the Nets? Oh, it's Joseph Sai now. Right, and who started Alibaba, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So right now, once again, we're, we're we're thinking about owners. These guys are these guys are, are are a little bit younger, not per se in age, but thought pattern. So he's thinking, let me try Steve Nash. So it, it all kind of falls in the place of these owners trying new things. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But that's the life, right? The life is you don't really become a billionaire not trying shit. <laughs> so yeah, thank you. Okay, so um, before we move from the NBA, man, there are still there are still two vacancies. So quickly, quickly, guys, who do you see as as good fits for the Houston job, and then the OKC job is open? I know that there's been talks of Stan's brother, yeah, uh, the other Van Gundy, <laughs> the more popular Van Gundy, uh, as as being a possibility for Houston. But then you also have names like. Sam Cassell and, and and other guys like that. So, who would you like see? Who would you like to see in Houston? And who would you th- who do you think would be a good fit for OKC, man? Well, who's available? I mean, you mentioned Cassell. Who are the other coaches that are available? I mean, uh, that's a good question. I mean, listen, <laughs> I can see Cassell. I can see Cassell in OKC I, at this point. Well, I 
Well, yeah, OKC. I can see Cassell definitely deserves a job. Jesus, how many years does he have to be an assistant coach? And I, I would like to see Cassell get one of those jobs. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say that. Listen, let me say what nobody else is going to say. All right, Tim Pertina is the ropes owner in the NBA. If I was any black head coach candidate, I would be leery about taking that job. That's just the reality, man. Like, Petita's dicey. He got rid of Maury, who's been an excellent GM. He got rid of D'Antoni, who's been an excellent head coach. Like, if you're a first-time head coach, like maybe a Cassell, do you want Houston to be your first job with Petita, who's got money problems and all his other businesses? I don't know if I want that. To, I don't know, man. And, and furthermore, you heard it here, man. Westbrook or Harden, one of them, if not both, are going to be gone within the next year. Mark my words. Mm-hmm. And we, I, I, I totally agree with you. I, I wouldn't want to. That, that, that wouldn't be my ideal coaching situation. But as a person who, as a coach who's looking to prove himself and take that next step and get an opportunity. Right. Even it's only if it 32 in these jobs. Temporary. I mean, yeah, you, you've, got, you've got one of your superstars are probably going to be gone. But while he's there, you start winning some games, you know, you, you start coaching for your next gig. I guess at, at least it, it, it's something he he deserves he deserves a look. If Pertita thinks that this is a championship roster and everybody with a brain knows that they're not going to win championship, but that's the expectation in Houston, then any coach that comes in is already going to be on the hot seat. And if mm. you're a first time black coach, we know black coaches don't always get second opportunities. Yeah. So like, I, I, I don't know, man. They don't that's always nice they don't always get the gig job. with James Harden coming in though. <laughs> Usually. Usually we've already got the slate has been cleaned. Then they bring us in. The, the, the slate hasn't been cleaned yet, so he's still got Harden. So if it was Houston, get in now, <laughs> get in now and then get out. But no, everything else though, how I agree with you. With I, I, it's not, it's not an ideal situation. Uh, the way that you just outlined it, it it's, it's not. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's why I was saying, man, OKC, I think, would be a better fit for him because it seems like it's a little bit more in the line with Houston. Just a lot of other things that are going on. Just like you said, you know, they have superstars, I mean, coming in and out now. This owner has issues, you know, money money issues, as, as well as things are going on with his businesses. And shit, look, you don't want that on your head right now. You just want to come in. You just want to kind of come in. Not, I won't say coach. You want to be in an ideal situation. But shit, you don't want to have the, the, the carpet, you know, Going from under your feet as, as soon as you get there, you know you you, you kind of want to get some time to get acclimated with the system, and I and I think Cassell, I think he deserves that. Like we just we've all agreed that he's been in the league. He you know he hasn't really had the opportunities as other uh, coaches. So I, I mean I think that'd be an ideal an ideal fit for him. What about you? Did you hire a GM I, I, yet? I, <laughs> I think they I think they did hire a GM. I with saw the team, Houston. No, I, I, agree with, I, I agree with Mr. Battle. Like, OKC from a, um, an expectation level. And like you said, as a first-year head coach, you actually do want to, like, learn this shit and, like, get your feet wet, make a couple mistakes, go on a three-, four-game losing streak, figure this out. Oh, that guy needs this. He's need, like, it, it's a process. And OKC is a whack city. I've never been, but I've heard. But, you know, they got a lot of draft picks. <laughs> Why not? You know, I, I don't – I don't know. Houston's a sexier like destination. Like like Alex said, I mean, that you you won you one week away from not getting a paycheck as a head coach. So, be careful. 
We all know how Willie gets when he don't get his paycheck. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I, I, I've been wanting Cassell to get a job for a minute. Mm. I don't know what's taking so long, man. I Typically, the first thing that I think, because this happened to Ewing as well, long-time assistants, mm-hmm. good players. You know they're good, you know they good, solid coaches because the players that they work with speak well about them, the highly of them. So the first thing I think of is like maybe they just bad interviewers or maybe they just aren't going to come in and be that lap dog, lap dog, so to speak. I said Doug because that's what Sam Cassell probably would have said. But. <laughs> <laughs> Sam from Eastside, Dunbar, represent. But maybe, maybe, you know, maybe Sam isn't just going to take a job where he's going to be the lame duck. So maybe that's also what, maybe that's also holding him back as well. But. I feel like both of these. Uh, I feel like, man, both of these jobs aren't the the greatest. I feel like they aren't the most ideal. Houston would be great. It would be a great story because he played there, and he won a he won a couple chips there. But then, you know, with with Tim Fertitta and just like you know all the points that y'all made, it's 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 a dicey situation. I do think that he's going to he's going to fire himself that squad. But I then I do agree with you as well, Brandon. If he's going to take a job, if he's going to have Harden for a year or two, then you know I guess take that one. But OKC is a place as well where you're not going to draw a big free agent, so you have to build build your team through the draft and through trade. So and they've done a masterful job at that. And they've done a great job at that. So I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a tough situation. I'm sure. I'm sure he has a spot next to Doc or a spot next to uh, Ty Lue if he wants to. So stay your ass in L.A. another year, man. See what opens up next year, in my opinion. So, man, the NBA, man, that took a lot longer than I thought it would. <laughs> we love that sport, man. We, we're about to move on into the NFL. So, Alex, did you want to stick around to talk about the A-B things? I know you don't want to – I know NBA is – I mean, the NFL isn't your thing or – did we say peace and adieu to you at this moment? Yeah, I'm going to jump off, man. I have nothing to say about that trash league. Come on, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> well, Safe travels, brother. Man, thanks for jumping on, man. We know you're busy today. Peace, brother. Peace. <laughs> Shout out to Alex and the <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers. This championship. He's going to let us know that for the rest of the year, I'm pretty sure. But, yeah, you know, not to be outdone by the, by the NBA, there was a couple moves in the NFL, man. The first move was obviously Le'Veon was released by the Jets and quickly signed with the Chiefs, man. And the Chiefs, it's not like the Chiefs is, is it's not like the Chiefs or Sam's Club. The Chiefs are looking like, you know, they Wegmans already, man. They, <laughs> so, so what do you guys think about this signing, man? Like the rich get richer, as they say, man. What do you think? I'm going to start with you, B. Uh, yeah, the, the rich get richer. The the Chiefs, I don't think they necessarily uh, need Le'Veon, but I say that knowing that we've seen we've seen the injury bug hit pretty much every team, and I mean players get injured every year, but this year it just seems like depth is even more of a concern, which is why they let you know teams carry more players on their roster. And I think this is kind of like an an insurance type thing for for Kansas City because Clyde Edwards Hilaire is obviously they got it right with him. They got a lot. Kansas City has been getting it right a lot. (laughs) 
I don't know. Le'Veon is. It, I think he's 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 obviously going to be a role player. They, they they've got a lot of uh, playmakers on the offensive side of the ball, so he really doesn't have to. Um, he doesn't have a lot of pressure on his shoulders. All he got to do is stay healthy, and stay focused, and, and do his thing. So damn, they're gonna be hard to. They they they're already hard to beat, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he wasn't doing shit in, in, in New York, but nobody's doing shit in New York. So yeah. I, that might have been, been just an environment thing. But yeah. I will say, that, the last thing I will say, let's wait and see. Because now, that, that okay, it, it's gone from Pittsburgh. It didn't, it, you know, for some reason it didn't work there. Oh, it, that, worked, it worked there. Oh, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Just, you know, he got injured or whatever. He, they ain't want to pay him. They ain't want to pay him. Maybe, maybe you know his skills are a, a, a bit declined as far as explosiveness. But again, the rich get richer. That's all. What you think, Ood? Lev Bell, uh, like you said, in Pittsburgh, he was incredible. I love that running style he does. The small feet and boom, darts. Uh, incredibly patient runner. One thing about the Chiefs, um, and I got, like they're on TV every week, so I watched them. They're incredible to me. They remind me of Golden State at their little peak. When they're just they're playing a different sport than everyone else. Their their play calling, the explosiveness. Patty Mahomes is just incredible. One thing I don't like about the Chiefs though, they get real soft on the goal line. You got that that their running back. I forgot his name from LSU. It's the, the the young cat, the rookie. He's small. He doesn't really get a major push up the gut and the fourth downs. Let Bell is a touchdown machine. It, it, even if they just use him on the goal line. You're talking he's going to get 12 touchdowns the way they score. Late de- late December when uh, the Patriots or someone comes in the arrowhead and you know Belichick's going to find – he'll figure out one thing that you do well and stop it. So how are you going to adjust to that? And now you got Lev Bell getting touchdowns in the red zone on the goal line instead of field goals or trick plays and shit. Yeah, like Peachy said, the rich get richer. Depth is important with COVID and all this stuff. I, I don't see anyone beating them. Whoever beats them is going to take a miracle day. Baltimore has a chance, but I, I don't know if they. It's still early. It, it is. It's going to take a miracle day, and, and certain teams are like that. And I mean, that's the one thing about football: I, the best team. All you need to be is the best team that day. This ain't no right. series. Right. This ain't no, you know, basketball. The best team wins because you got to beat them four times, unless you're the Golden State against Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, so, but you know, Kansas City, you know, Quan, we know you're a football guy, man. This is this is your thing, man. What did you think about Le'Veon Bell signing with the Chiefs? It's, I mean, it's a no brainer. I mean, any 30, honestly, I'm surprised there weren't like 15 other teams that weren't going out to, to sign him. Oh, it was. He has, okay, yeah. So, okay, so just knowing that now, that I mean, look, Le'Veon Bell. I don't really think he's at fault in any of this from where he started to where he's, where he's, where he's came now. All right. With the, with the chiefs. And I think it was a, um, <clears throat> I mean, it was a no brainer. It was a no brainer to pick him up. He's still productive. Honestly, I think he's still more than likely he can, from the statistics wise, no, he's not the best in the league. I still think that he's one of the best. And that's maybe from a personal standpoint, because he's still, I mean, he, he's still healthy. Like you said, Pittsburgh didn't want to give him his money. So he played it smart. I'm not going to go out there. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to do all that stuff, bust my ass, and I'm not going to get paid. I'm the top three running back in the league. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Okay, cool. Sits out a year. Jets sign him. He gets he gets the bank. He gets broke off. 
he, you have to in that situation, you're a running back. You know, the, the years on a running back, you, you may have two years, three at the most. OK, if, if, if you're that great, you know, you're, you're a premier back. You got to get your money. You got to get your money. You got to get it now. So he did his thing from that. Now, now, now with the Jets, he didn't do shit. He didn't do anything with the Jets. They were a horrible <laughs> team. Terrible. 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 He didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there. Nobody want to be there. Nobody wants to be there. So it's initially, they were the only team that was going to break the bank for him to get that money. So he had to get his money. Okay. Now he played it smart. He's like, yo, they, they're, they're not going anywhere. There's some bums. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna get an ACL tear for a team that's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So he chose not to, not to give it a hundred and ten percent, as most players would. But he's in that position where he doesn't have to. You got to think about your career. So then, okay, they let him go, whatever. And then now the Chiefs pick him up on a one-year deal. I think it's great. They they have they don't have to pay him the max. They pay him the the, the league minimum or whatever. He's still getting paid from the Jets. It's a win-win. Yeah, and I think he's going to go in here. I think he's really going to show out. I really do. I really think he's going to show out for the for the Chiefs, and then maybe they sign him next year or don't. You know, this is something to where he can he can uh, he can audition for other teams. They, that that's I was about to say that that's the biggie to him. This is like his demo tape, so he needs to get signed to a major record label next year. He'd go out there this year, score 10 touchdowns. I mean, can you imagine if Seth Stoquan now be into me, can put him on the outside, line him right out the gut, and he can go right to the slot? Oh, this shit's going to be fun. That's crazy. Didn't even think about it. You have have Eric be into me. You know, you have one of the best running backs that played the game. You know what I mean? He he played in Colorado as, 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 you know, college, and then he he played for the the Eagles. So, like, he – I mean, he was a really, really good back. You know, I mean, not as – great as he was in college, but he came in and he did his thing when he played in the NFL. So you, you have that now, now you, you're able to have a back that, you know, uh, that two, three years ago was arguably the best back in the league that still has miles, you know, miles left, still has gas in the tank. So, well, I mean, it's only 28. That's what I'm saying. Only 28. And he still has, he still has tread on it on, on his legs. So he's, he's going to be okay. He's going to be all right. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, th- I think what the beauty in this signing is, it's what you touched on. Ooh. Le'Veon, man, they could split him out into the slot. He's that type of back that, you know, he's excellent out, out of the backfield, catching out of the backfield. So the amount of things you could do with this type of guy, um, you already have a young bell horse in the young in the young kid from uh, LSU, um, but you don't want to wear him down. So that's why this was a good signing mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. It's, 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 it could get ugly in KC. And I'll also say this. You know, with as far as demos and all of that, listen, Le'Veon is not eating ramen noodles every night. He, he, in the two years he was in with the Jets, he got twenty eight million dollars. Yeah, yeah. So he he he's okay with that and that from that aspect of it. And he didn't get along with the him and Adam Gase didn't get along from the jump. So this was this was going to happen. Either one of them was going to have to go. I'm surprised it wasn't Gase. I think he's I think he's next. But you know. Gates never, he never accepted Le'Veon from the jump. They, they he, been, he didn't want him, did he? I yeah, don't think he wanted it was ter- well, They, it they, was, they it had was, a trade it, deadline with Le'Veon. They had to get rid of him first. Or tried it, to get rid of him first, then they cut him. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because he actually came out on an interview before, actually when he got signed with the Jets. And he, he actually was saying that Adam Gaze understood him as a player. And that's what, that was one of the reasons why he went to the Jets. 
he took the money, but uh, him and Adam Gates never they never clicked. Gates never he never really wanted Le'Veon from the jump, but Le'Veon landed on his feet clearly, and uh, he's in a good situation. So quickly, let's move on to the surprising news yesterday, man. Um, you know, AB AB signed with the Bucks yesterday. He had been in the news the last couple of days, but it uh, all signs was pointing towards him headed towards Seattle, but. Tampa Tom and those boys made a call, got him down to Florida, and now he's signed, man. What do you guys think about this pickup? Quickly. Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, they're trying to form a Madden ultimate team down there in Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> they got all the uh, the Hall of Fame cards in their deck. Like <laughs> The one thing I worry about with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we've seen this uh, numerous times throughout uh, history, well, my, my time watching the NFL, the teams that go out and just start signing a bunch of names usually aren't the teams that win at the end of the season. If for some reason, you know, one reason or another, those those teams just they either don't mesh, you know, so it's a lot of moving parts. And they didn't have an offseason together. I mean, you, you got Tom Brady there, but I mean, yeah, Tom Brady is 40. Okay, you got Gronkowski there, but he's 40. Yeah, you got A B, but he ain't played in three years. So <laughs> like it'll be interesting to see. That they, I they're gonna be tough, but I don't I don't know. Tampa Bay, for me, they're signing too many names. I, I don't feel like they're building a, a team of cohesive moving parts. I feel like they're just they're just throwing a roster together right now. What you think? I, I, I agree with uh, Peachy. I'm oh, sorry, OTR Brandon. Can I call you Peachy on this? Because I've known you for 40 years. <laughs> I, I, I agree. It's just going to be fun to watch. Um, I think Tampa's actually not that bad a team. The NFC is pretty weak. The NFC South is is putrid. I hate the, I hate the Saints. Carolina's terrible. San Francisco, Seattle. Eh, I, I don't know, man. I don't Seattle, know. The, Seattle. Uh. Yeah, I don't trust them. Don't trust they got them. The, they got the MVP right now. Uh, he, he was. He, yeah, he watching. He watching Laker reruns. That's. I, a, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't trust Seattle, but I, they're an okay team. I don't know what the odds are right now, Michael, on. Uh, the, the, the Bucks to the Super Bowl, put put a stack down for me because I like the I like their path. I agree with Peachy though; they're not like this isn't like a cohesive team. But shit, sometimes you just gotta out talent cats. Like we just gotta pound you with better players. Like A B is a number one; he's a straight up number one. Gronk is forty years old and he's still the best tight end I've ever seen. Uh, uh, what's the cat? The 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 dude who signed the Cash Money. Mike Evans. Uh, Mike Evans, he's a legit receiver. Their O line is whack. I've never seen a defense. We love Bruce Arians. Why not? Like just Tampa Bay. Like why not? Like why not try to sign and, and make a splash in a short COVID type crazy year? Quan, what do you think, man? What do you think about AB signing with Tampa? We are. I believe in third chances. I believe second, third chances. <laughs> this wild shit. Okay, it really did. Clearly. So obviously they feel as though he can come back and he can produce. He can come back to the league. He can play. He, he he can he can add some value. Now from the football perspective of it, I like Arians. I've always been a Bruce Arians fan. All right, I, I think that I think the guys from coaching where he's been, as far as his coaching life, you, you, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the the um the special on 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 uh, NFL um, football life. Bruce Arians, amazing. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. So. And he already understands that, look, Tom Brady has maybe one year, two years before he gets his neck broke, and then he's going to be done. So we got to win now, 
all right, it, 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 it's a sense of urgency. We got to win now. <clears throat> they signed up for two years. If you're going to do it, you might as well go ahead and pull the trigger. Look, Tampa Bay, they're on the rise right now. And honestly, yo, they look really good. They look really good. I hate to say it I, <laughs> because I was, I was I was like, nah, I just can't see it. I was like, Tom coming back. But, I mean, they're looking good. They're running the ball. They're passing. They're playing really good defense. I mean, just you have Mike Evans on the other side. He's already a monster. And then you just put Antonio Brown in the mix. That's going to be hard. That's going to be hard to stop. And he's, he's still been working out. So it wasn't like he was just was sitting around, you know, in his in his mansion just chilling. He was not he was working out and making really cool rap songs too. Yeah, it's true. And and also dyeing his hair all different type of colors. AKA Mr. AKA Mr. Big Chess. <laughs> I hope he got some counseling. And, yeah, and, I mean I, I hope so too. I hope so too. But from a football from a football standpoint, I mean they're they they're 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 gonna be I mean they're dangerous. They're dangerous. I, I think so. And and in a weak NFC, the NFC is Weak, yeah. Who are they gonna they have to go play against the NFC East winner? Like, really? Like, does that scare them to have a home game against the Eagles in, 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 in December? I don't think anything. I don't. Think, I don't. I don't think any team in the NFC East is, is scaring anybody right now in, in, in yeah. NFL. And they whipped Which, up. They they whipped up Green Bay already. I mean, honestly, yo, the path to them is is pretty good. Yeah, listen, why not? I agree with y'all. Why not make the signing? You know, my only concern is he could be somewhat of a locker room cancer, as they say. But I think I think Bruce, I think the coaching staff is strong enough to to kind of keep that at bay. I think Tom Brady is, you know, he could kind of keep that as I think Tom Brady can kind of be his handler, his Jack Haley. Um, <laughs> Jack Kelly got four rings off of handling Dennis Robinson. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up, Mike, real quick, because this is his second take now with with Tom Brady. Yeah, it didn't no, work the, the first, first time. The, the first take, he didn't get a fair shot. Yeah, the NFL was on his yeah, ass. Yeah, that was not a fair shot. And you don't honestly, think the NFL's on his ass now? Maybe a little I, bit less, but yeah, I mean, not as not as much now because nah, I mean, they pretty much got done just, what they yeah. want to do. He played. He played two games with the damn patch. And they, he had like three touchdowns. They probably would have won a championship last year if they, they had him. I think it would have worked in 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 uh, New England, you know. But like like Ooh said, the NFL was coming after him, man. And then it it got to a point, you know, New England they they don't shy away from taking players like that. But it got to a point where even their hand was their hands were tied, and they had to let him go. And I don't think they wanted to, but I think I they had they had to let him go. So we'll see how it goes. But I think. Right. I'm with y'all. I say whatever. Why not? Let's try it. Let's see what's going on. So listen, man, we, we went a little longer than I thought we would on some of these topics, but I had a surprise segment for you guys. And then ooh, coming in, it only it only worked out perfectly for this situation. So let's go to this surprise segment. We're going let's um, let's gonna be quick. Then we'll go to the OTR pick them and then we'll be done. Last week, we didn't get to jump on and do OTR Sports, the normal show. We did a bonus episode with Daoud to talk about the Lakers championship. And unfortunately, we missed it because Brandon and Quan and Daoud, you know, they all like the same teams. So Brandon likes the Giants. Brandon and, and, and Quan and Daoud likes the Washington football club team, Redskins, whatever we're going to call them. So before... We knew Dawood was coming on the day. I created this segment. So I, I wanted to let you guys 
I wanted I wanted to rehash that because that's part of the reason why we started this show because of the banter that goes on between Quan and Brandon when their teams play. So Quan, <laughs> forgive me for this man, for this for this picture here, but <laughs> the Giants did win. The Giants did win, and it was as you can see by the score, it was a close game. All accounts, it was kind of a, a shit show, ugly game. But hey, a win is a win. You know, a win is a win. A win is a win is a win. A win is a win is a win. So listen, this is the segment I wanted to go into. I wanted to do Quan versus Brandon. I wanted to give you guys <laughs> a chance to duke it out like you didn't get to duke it out last week. But Daoud being here, him being a Washington football club, is two against one, Brandon. So I don't know if you can handle this. Two against okay, all right. It's two well, against one, so I don't know if you up to the no ammunition, though. I mean, it doesn't matter how many it is; they have nothing. They have nothing. I don't, I don't know if you up to this task, man. But listen, Brandon, yeah, your team won, so you yeah. go first, man. Talk your shit for a couple minutes. I gotta talk my shit. Talk, talk your shit for talk, a couple talk, minutes, talk man. Talk that talk. Oh, bro. And I, right. I'll, I'll I'll put the banner back up. The Giants won. <laughs> Talk your shit. They beat Quan and those team. Talk your shit, man. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, what's that? What's that now? Three in a row? Three in a row? Three in a row, Quan? No, no Saquon. No Saquon either, by the way. No Saquon either. That's all I got to say, really. I mean, what, what, what more I got to say? They haven't beaten us in how many? What, now two years? Three years? It's... I mean, at least it was close this time. Last year, not so much. Y'all lucky Saquon wasn't playing. Probably would have been another 200 yard rush. Look, Quan face, yo. Yeah, I mean, okay. So I, I don't have to say nothing. We won. I had to say shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you 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 guys won. Good good luck. Like, I mean, great great job. But that's not really saying much <clears throat> because when it comes to other teams, you guys don't do shit. Are you so that you guys suck. Yeah, we do suck this year. I mean, I, I mean, there's nothing more I can really say. But you guys suck as well too. So it's not like you guys are doing anything. You're not going anywhere. We've told you this. We beat y'all. Yeah, and that's you know, true. You know what I'm saying? We we can go, we can go two and fourteen. If the two against those two wins against y'all, I'm all right. <laughs> you know what it is? I think Washington football team is terrible. Um, we have been literally since fifth grade. I think the Giants aren't a good team either, but they they actually play tough though, and I, they got some all right players. Like they're not the worst team in the league. That would be like Jacksonville type. They're not the worst team, but yeah, we don't you, have our best players. Well, see, and that's the thing. I, I actually, I think Saquon is actually on the market. I yeah, would trade him if I was if, if if I was a Giants fan and an owner, and I would actually trade him because a he has immense value still. People actually think he's good. I think physically, he's one of those guys that is so damn muscular that he just every hit he absorbs and he just takes it. And I don't know if his body is really going to ever take the pounding. He reminds me of a Herschel Walker. No, but yeah, I really yeah, remind but- me of a Herschel Walker. Where Herschel Walker was, I mean, shit, Herschel Walker at sixty at the Trump rally looked like he could still give you thirteen hundred yards. <laughs> he's, that, he, he's that physically imposing, you know. And 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 I remember Jim. I remember Jimmy uh, Jimmy Jones. I'm sorry, Jimmy Johnson coming in saying that. I'm sorry, I wanted Jimmy John sub. Sorry. Um, I remember Jimmy Johnson coming in saying, you know, look at Herschel. He just doesn't 
he doesn't look like he's uh, loves it, or he doesn't like he's like a, a football player, and he has value. And let's trade him. And we saw what happened with that. To me, Saquon's on the market. He's on the market. And that's you heard it here first. Yeah, not that he's a whack player. Good thing you're not G. Well, see, the thing about it with, with with Brandon is he thinks that if you have Saquon Barkley, then you can go to the Super Bowl, and that's just not the case. Like, and we we saw this, and we told him this. Why wouldn't I think? Why would I think? Saquon increasing your chances of, of winning because he's a running back. And I mean, you need a little bit more than a running back just to get to the Super Bowl or to get to the playoffs. You know, like he's just one man right now. You know, like he, he like he's he's a really good running back and he he's really, really talented. He's really great. But like, yeah, so y'all, y'all don't say the same shit about Chase Young. I mean, that's what you would do. We got Chase Young, you know. All right. No, no, Chase Young is a once in a generation yeah. player. Saquon is just a, a Saquon is a very nice player. He has the only, a very, question, the only question here is who's more dysfunctional, the the football team or or the Knicks? <laughs> hey, don't disrespect the Knicks like that. We're way more dysfunctional. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Knicks fan, and this and to be honest with you, I got I got the football team being more dysfunctional than we are. The but they have the that, same problem. The only thing that's only that's as as dysfunctional as us is 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, not too far from Washington. <laughs> <laughs> they are literally the two most dysfunctional organizations in the entire world. Uh, six, 1600 uh, Pennsylvania Avenue in Washington Redskins. Yeah. Or Washington football team. Yeah, so he can go to another team. Why? Well, why? Why are we debating, <laughs> Mike? Why did you do this? <laughs> why did you do? This? We are hey. two and ten combined. Why are we doing this? Hey, <laughs> listen, man. It's- and, and also, you also got to remember, you you guys have recently just started winning. When we had RG three, we was crushing y'all. Okay, and you couldn't stand it. So now that you guys are winning, you beat us by one point. <laughs> You know what? You know what hurt really lost though against the Giants. Remember that year? The Washington was seven and nine, or no, it was seven and eight, and we needed one win to get into the playoffs. And the Giants didn't play half the team, and they still and then they still get like thirty. I hate the I hate the football team. Y'all. I, I, they're so bad. They're so yeah. bad. Well, yeah. listen, but, listen, but we also do remember some wins because me and Brandon actually went to a game one time and we actually won, and the bantering literally all from in. Just to let you guys know, it was it was the nosebleed section. They were free. They were free tickets. <laughs> they were free tickets. All right. A man gave me some free tickets from the job. We went to the game. We just de- we destroyed the Giants, and and, and Peachy had to sit there at, uh, amongst all the Washingtonian fans and get crushed. And we walked back. <laughs> it was good. I loved it. I enjoyed it. And just 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 seeing that and, and seeing seeing his face like like it is now, it it, it was a. It was, a, so it, was a, it was a good day. So long ago, Quan. That was so long ago. <laughs> you guys haven't even contended for a championship since we were in elementary school. So I'm not, even... no, since fifth grade. Fifth grade. Okay, so listen, listen, Brandon, your team won. So I'm giving you ten seconds. Your face. Your here. You go. Face it first, front and center. Do what you do, man. 
10 seconds. Your, your 10 team seconds. won. Mike is giving me 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> and we just fucking lost. <laughs> we lost. <laughs> I'm saying your, your team beat the other two host team. Oh. Your team beat the Washington football okay. squad team, whatever we calling them. 10 seconds to talk your shit without the two of them saying anything. See y'all in a couple weeks. When we get our, when we get our second win of the season. <laughs> hey, all, right. all right. I tried listen, I tried to get it. I tried to get a brother. I tried to get a brother his chance. You gotta catch me on a win. Like, like, hey, the Giants won on Sunday. Then we won. Yeah. That's yeah, the and then we lost on Thursday in <laughs> horrific fashion. We were up 21-10 in the fourth quarter. Jeez. All right. Well, listen, man. That that was give y'all what y'all wanted. That, <laughs> that was the Brandon versus Quan segment because we didn't get the we didn't get I'll get, a, I'll get another 10 seconds in a, in a few weeks. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> we didn't I don't think you will that time. We didn't get the, we didn't get to record the show. That Who's going to be your quarterback then? Is it still going to be Kyle Allen, or you're going to have about three quarterbacks by yeah, the time but we? You act like Kyle Allen. You, you, but wait, 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 wait. You act like Kyle yeah. Allen had like fifty See, yards. This, like this he is forced your ass. Now, now, now. Granted, he he made a bonehead ass play six minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. I'm sorry, Quad. I what? I was the one that gets the ten seconds. You don't get the ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I made my ten seconds. How about that? How about yeah. that, Brandon? I make my ten seconds. Can I do that? <laughs> that oh, so yeah. see this is what the converse branded segment was supposed to be like what just happened right there but y'all bull crap so we're moving on we're moving on we're moving on to the world famous otr pick them oh shit man. i told my guy though to make his pick so he's going to join us this week thank but you guys first, thank you first let's oh. do a little let's do a little recap damn look who won the week mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty close though it's pretty close everyone's still in it Mike won the week coming in at 10 and 4. Quan by Brandon. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking like the Redskins washed with the Washington football team record. Fo- followed by Brandon at 9 and 5. And then Quan came in at 507 and 7. Mm. How'd he go 7 and 7? Did he miss some games? Oh, it was uh we was it short week? It's 14. Uh, yeah, it was 14 games, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're Five right. weeks and COVIDs and all that. Yeah, Boy, I'm, about to, I'm, about, I'm about to come back up though. So, so listen, man, Quan, Quan had been in the lead, the overall lead throughout this whole thing, but not anymore. Mm. That I've been on his ass. Oh, I'm, Mike, about, I'm, I'm, about, I'm Mike, about to get that bump back though. I'm about to get that back though. Mike has taken over the lead, 47 and 27, and Quan has fell back. He's two games behind now, and now Brandon is on his ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes, man. But listen, we took a long time on some of these other topics, and that's good, man. It was flowing, but let's be quick on this shit, okay? Yes, so sir. we're gonna pick the winner. You can say uh, a score, <laughs> a score, and then that's it. All right. We're gonna start. Let me pull up the schedule real quick. So, so we had Thursday night game that that we already talked about. Uh, that Brandon just mentioned the Giants lose by one point to Philly. I think Quan was the only one to choose Philly. So Quan is. Starting the week off great, but we'll, we'll start with Jones. We'll start with Detroit traveling to Atlanta, 1 p.m. kickoff. Who you got, battle? I got Atlanta winning 17 lines 10. Who you got, B? Detroit 31 28. 
Detroit 31 28. Who you got? Ooh? I got uh, Atlanta 28 24. I like Raheem Morris, and any coach named Raheem is okay with me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what? I went, I went with Atlanta, man. I got Atlanta, Atlanta 27 24. They looked good last week, man. Maybe Raheem got them going. So let's see. Let's see how it goes. Uh-huh. The next game, we got Cleveland traveling to Cincinnati at 1 p.m. kickoff. Who you got, Quan? I'm going to go with the Browns on this. The Browns, 17, Bengals, 10. I like Joey, but I'm, I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with whack-ass Baker on this one. <laughs> Who you got, B? I got Cleveland, 25-19. 25-19. Who you got, Oop? I got the – you know what? Let's, let's make a splash here. Joey's been doing pretty good. Let's go Cincy, 38-28. Wow. Okay. 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 Um, I went with Cleveland. I got Cleveland 24-21. I think Baker will pull it out. But uh, Joey Joey will make it competitive. Well, I'll say that. The next game, man, this is this should probably be the game of the week. We got the Steelers traveling to Tennessee to face the Titans at 1 p.m. kickoff. Who you got, Quan? Y'all know how I feel about them Tennessee boys, them, 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 them Tennessee, a.k.a. Tennessee boys. So I'm, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with them Tennessee boys seventeen, Steelers fourteen. Mm. Okay. okay, who you got, B? <laughs> I got Tennessee twenty seven twenty four. What about you? I got the uh, I got Tennessee is also thirty one seventeen. Not a big uh, Big Ben fan, and Pittsburgh's finally playing on the road. So, good point. Good point. You got them kind of getting blown out, but that's a good point, man. It did seem like Pittsburgh been home. They've been home all season. year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm picking Tennessee because I need them to beat Pittsburgh before they come into Baltimore <laughs> next week. So I got Tennessee winning 33 to 30. Next game, we got Buffalo traveling to New York. Well, it, well, a short travel. To face the Jets at 1 p.m. kickoff, man. Who y'all got? Who you got, Quan? Quick game. Uh, Bills 21, Jets 7. Okay. Who you, who you got, uh, B? Buffalo, uh, 37-6. I don't think the Jets are going to win another game. <laughs> who you got, who? That's the plan, right? Um, I got uh, Buffalo 24-13. Okay, well, I got Buffalo 44-6, and yes, I really think that's going to happen. Buffalo coming off of getting their ass whipped last week. Well, no, they lost. Yeah. Did they? They lost the Chiefs. Yeah, they lost to the Chiefs. So that was two. Was that two games in a row they lost? They well, got they lost smacked. Tennessee uh, previously. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they got smacked. Yeah, so well, at least they, they lost. They, the- yeah, they lost two. They lost two in a row. I think they're gonna take it out. They're gonna take it out on uh, the Jets. So it, it'll be a blowout. Uh, the next game, man, we have. Oh, I skipped the game. I'm sorry. We have the Panthers, Carolina Panthers, traveling to New Orleans to face the Saints. 1 p.m. kickoff. Who you got, Quan? Uh, just like just like my brother Ooh said, I, I don't I don't trust the Panthers. The defense plays well, but I'm gonna go with Saints twenty one, Panthers ten. Who you got, B? Mm. I got Carolina twenty four, twenty three. Who you got, Ooh? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Michael uh, Thomas just punched uh-huh. another player, and then Emmanuel Sanders has COVID, so I'm gonna go Carolina twenty one seventeen at the dome. Did he punch? He punched another player. I don't know. I don't know. He's a uh, thug, though. No, nah, I think. I, well, I think he's hurt. I, they're, yeah. saying, they, they're saying he's hurt. He's coming back. He's, he's hurt because he punched someone and broke his hand. He's a punk. Yeah, he not. He's not playing. He's out this week. They said. 
Oh, he out. is. Oh, okay, okay. Him, him, and Emmanuel Sanders out. So, I'm, but I'm gonna still go with New Orleans. I'm gonna go with New Orleans, 27-21. Oh, you're a big Taysom Hill fan. That guy's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next game, man. Quan and Daoud. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> we have the Dallas Cowboys traveling to face the Washington Football Club team Please organization. Wait. Whatever you want to call it, 1 p.m. kickoff. Come on, Quan. Quan, who you got? Behind you. He's got Washington. Come on, Quan. Oh man, I can't go. I can't go against the grain, dog. I, I, Washington 17, Dallas 14. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Who I, you got? I have a valid reason, though. I have a valid reason. Very valid reason. I, <laughs> you know what? I, That's it. I, I have to go with my brother, too. Um, oh. I, got I got Washington winning 28-27. I think Dallas, Mike McCarthy's terrible. He's going to be at the Bass Pro Fishing Shop locally before the game. <laughs> I, 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 and I, you know, Washington hasn't been playing terribly. We're bad, but we haven't been playing terribly. 28-27, a couple turnovers. Gets it us up to 28 points. I, I, I think I know where you're going to go with this, Brandon, but who you got? Dallas, <laughs> yeah. and Dallas defense hasn't been playing well, and they only gonna give up thirteen points. <laughs> I got, I went with Dallas, but I got Dallas in a close game, seventeen sixteen. Again, shout out to my boy Eric Lawrence, who he reminds me every week that I'm a, I used to be a Dallas Cowboys fan. So yeah, I actually was going to say, I, I, I hope uh, you better not hope Eric is actually watching this right now. Well, he's if he, if he's not, if he's not somebody will tell him that. I <laughs> that so. Shout out to, shout out to Eric. Uh, much love. love man. I got the Cowboys winning 17, 16 next game. Green Bay coming off of a loss, traveling to Houston, 1 PM kickoff. Who you got Quan? Uh Packers 21 Texans 14. Who you got, B? Green Bay, 34-24. Uh, what about you? I got Green Bay and the greatest, most talented quarterback I've ever seen, Aaron Rodgers, 24-17 uh, over Houston. Okay. Okay. I got Green Bay getting off the snide, but I got Houston making it tough. I got Green Bay 28-25. Hmm. Next up, we got Tampa Tom and the boys traveling to Vegas, man. Listen, I wish I was going to Vegas right now. <laughs> Right, the definitely first, a Vegas vacation. Yes, the I, first four. No, I was just saying. I, I heard Vegas; they they're pretty tight on that COVID stuff. Um, so you know, you feel, you can feel safe when you go. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I want to go somewhere. I ain't got walking around with a mask all the time, so I, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for all of that. But anyways, the first four o'clock kickoff of the day. Okay, I'm gonna start with you. I'm gonna start with you, Ooh. <laughs> It's a cross country. Vegas hasn't been playing bad. They have not been playing bad. That 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 running back that got Jacobs, solid running back. You know, I'm gonna go to uh Tampa Bay though, 34-21 in a really nice game. 34-20. Okay, okay, Quan, who you got, man? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go the same route. I'm gonna go with Tampa. I have Tampa 28, Raiders 14. Okay, who you got, Brandon? I got I pick Vegas. I pick Vegas 35-23, man. I saw the way Gruden came out and coached <laughs> against Kansas City. I think he's gonna come out and he wants to prove something that they're better than this Tampa Bay team as well. Uh and they got that they got some history there. I think he's gonna out coach Bruce Aarons. 
I, a good point. I got I got Tampa in a close one, 28-27. But I want to I'm gonna jump, I want to jump to a game. I want to jump to let's see. I want to skip a couple games because I got my guy in here. I got my guy, my guy Akeem, who <laughs> runs the 49 Empire uh podcast. <laughs> Check them out. <laughs> Check them out. So I want to I want to I want us to do the pick on why he's in here, man. Let's go to San Francisco traveling to New England. 425 Ooh. kickoff. Quan, we're gonna start with you, man. Who you got? Believe it or not, I'm gonna go with the Niners on this one. I'm gonna go with the Niners on this one. Okay, what's your score? 17, New England 14. Okay, okay. Who you got? Who you got, Oot? Um, well, you know, San Francisco going cross country. They're pretty. They're, they have a really good defense. Um, kind of average everywhere else. J- Jimmy G's a he's a, he's a he's a lame. Bill Belichick does he really lose three in a row or two in a row ever? He's too good. He knows all your weaknesses. Twenty four eighteen New England. Twenty four eighteen New England. Okay, who you got? Who you got? B. I had New England for the very reason that Ood said that you know Belichick losing two games in a row. I just can't remember the last time. I can't remember that happening. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I, I'll say, no, nah, I'm just saying, New England 23-20 before I go into rabbit mm. hole. New England 23-20. Clearly, clearly Akeem disagrees with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, but you know, the only reason I picked New England is because two losses in a row with Belichick. Yeah, it just doesn't it, – it, it's not that even that – San Francisco probably is a better team. It, it's just – I would have picked San Francisco otherwise. So I, my, I myself went with New England. <laughs> Hold on. This is, for, this is for you, Brandon. <laughs> 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 uh, Absolutely. But I'm going to go with my guy Cam. I'm going to go with my guy Cam. I'll say New England wins 28-24 in a close battle out there. <laughs> so so shout out to my guy Keen, man. Listen, check out check out the 49 Empire, man. That podcast. He, you know, he goes, he does a live show. Uh, it's dope, man. So check them boys out, man. So I skipped the skip We got we got Jacksonville uh, Chargers, and then we got KC and uh Denver. Right. Okay, so let me let me um let me go back to KC traveling to Denver, 425 kickoff. Who you got, Quan? The Chiefs. <laughs> no brainer. Uh, the, Drew Locke, he, I mean, what's Drew Locke? He sucks. He's whack. I like Melvin Gordon, but Drew Locke sucks. I, I'm going with the Chiefs 21, Broncos 17. Mm. All right. Who you got? Who you got? Who? Drew Locke can dance, though. You see him, he was hitting a ducky on their ass last week. <laughs> um, yeah, but like you said, I got KC uh, 41 17. It's a high altitude game and it's a, it's a, it's a rivalry game, but Kansas City's just rolling, man. They, they just bombing threes on everybody. Who you got, B? Uh, I got Kansas City. I think it'll be a little bit closer. Their division rivals are pretty much the other teams in the division and are building your team to play you. So I got Kansas City 27-20. Okay. I can live with that. I can okay. see that. I, I think this is I think this is Le'Veon's first game. Um, so I got, you know, Kansas City pulling out some stunts to get him involved, pulling out a couple players. I got the enemy and 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 Andy pulling out some uh Pull some some plays out of their ass that they don't really use just to just to show off their new toy a little bit. So I got Kansas City 34-17. Hmm. We have Jacksonville traveling to Los Angeles to face the Chargers 425 kickoff. Who you got, Quan? 
I'm going with uh, the Chargers, 21, and uh, Jags, 7. Okay. Who you got, Oop? Uh Be honest, I don't even know who's on either of these teams. <laughs> uh, this is a perfect game that needs to be played on a Tuesday. NFL should just have games throughout the week. I, I guess the Chargers, I like when Arnold introduced the San Diego Chargers. So I'm going to go with them 31-24. Who <laughs> 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 you got, B? I got the Chargers 34-17. Yeah, I went with the Chargers. I got the Chargers 26-21. Yeah, that young boy looking all right, man. That, that quarterback looking all right. Yeah, Hunter's, Hunter's, he's he may be legit. He may be legit. Okay, next the first, we got the eight o'clock game. We got Seattle traveling to Arizona. I think this will be a pretty good game. Eight twenty kickoff. Who you got, Quan? Oh, I got Seattle. I got the MVP. Now that, that I, like I said, I, I, I like the Ant Man. He's 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 doing some great things this season. But I mean, it's hands down the, the Seahawks. Russell Wilson is playing phenomenal football. I got them twenty four. Cardinals seventeen. Close game. Close game. Twenty four seventeen. Okay, who you got? Where's the game? Is that Arizona? Yes. You know what? You don't get rich being playing it safe. Arizona, 42-38. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Ooh. Who you got, B? I got Seattle, 35-34. Yeah, I got Seattle, 28-24. I do think it'll be a close game. But I got Seattle pulling it out at the end. I'm so not sold on Seattle. I'm sorry. I just I, I ain't feeling them. You know what I think it is? I, I think I think you still. I, I feel the same way. That playoff game against us, I, I still hate the Seattle Seahawks for that. that, that I, I still don't. It still doesn't sit right with me. But can I, I ask you? Can I can I ask y'all a serious question? As football yeah. fans, Washington football fans, why is it that you're so skeptical of every other team in the league? But your own. Your own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we have no hope. We got we got, we got Young. We've got Monte Sweat. We're going to lead the league in sacks. It's like, but every other team, yo, they suck. Yo, they they fucking undefeated. Yeah, but they suck. Well, well, Chase Young is a generational talent. Okay, if Chase Young was on a real team, he would be like LT already. Yeah, it just it happens know. that he has to play for a terrible franchise like ours. Yeah, he's generational talent. And you know damn well if y'all had RG RG three was the best quarterback we'd ever seen at one point, according yeah, to y'all. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was. I, I, I will. I, I will say. I will say. Going into each year, you guys look at the schedule and say, we, we we gonna win twelve games easy." And then, and, and by week two, by week two, y'all like, <laughs> hey, that's hey, just hey, the same thing every year. What's life without hope, though, right? Yeah. Like, shouldn't we have hope too? Like, is that not fair? Can we have hope? <laughs> All we right, know well, deep down, we know deep down we're terrible, okay? But we're hoping. Yeah, mm. but it's mm. it's a little it's a little over the top with y'all sometimes. Mm. Oh man! But we got one more game, man. We got the Monday night game. We got the Chicago Bears traveling to Los Angeles to face the Rams. Eight fifteen mm. kickoff. Who you got, Quan? I got the Rams, 21-14. The Rams, they 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 play good. They're playing at home. I mean, I like Nikki. I like I like Nikki, man, but uh and I like that best defense too, but ultimately I Rams are gonna take it out. 21-14. Rams. Who you got, Ooh? Um, you know what, Quan? That's a really good pick. I, I hate Chicago. They're one of, they're actually 
they're a terrible organization too. Um, traveling cross country. <clears throat> give me the Rams eight. <laughs> give me the Rams eighteen to thirteen. I'm not sold on Jared Goff, but I think they can squeeze out. I think Aaron Donald is a generational type of defensive uh, tackle. Okay, but, who you got, B? Another generational talent on the other side, uh, Khalil Mack. Um, yeah, I got Chicago winning this you game. You mean a, a generational talent that's already been traded? Oh, that's generational, sure. Well, hey, now he don't run the front office. He just makes the plays on the field. Um, <laughs> look, I, I don't know how – sometimes I'm not really sure how Chicago is winning games, but – I mean, outside of their defense, but they – They make it happen. They make it happen. So I, I just got them pulling this one out. Gut feeling. Yeah. Okay. What's the, okay. The, Mike, the, the, I'm sorry. Five and one. They're five. They have a better record. So before you, and they've beaten some good teams. So I don't. I don't know where you want to go with this one. What What's the line? Look? Do you have the real line on this one? I, I would yeah. You know that that's going to be a hard game to win. They, they're coming across. The, they're coming across. The, the, it's going to be hard. They're going to LA. The, I, the Rams just too hard, strong at home. Yeah, I know that. But the Rams is just too. The Rams. They're just too strong at home. They 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 have too much firepower. Jalen Ramsey's a, I mean, he's by far the best corner in the league. That defense plays stellar. I mean, Aaron Donald, like like that was just a generational talent um, by far. That's going to be hard for them to come over and, and make that turnover. No, right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The, I might, yeah, might want to get on this one. What's the line on that one? They're giving, the, they giving the Bears five and a half points. Ooh. See, yeah, I, I guess this is a good game to – you can make a lot of money betting on this game because yeah. it's kind of close, but you can also kind of sway either way. Yeah. Well, Mike, what you got? Say the Rams. So when they lose, I get a game on you. Yeah. So I was I was going to say, so these are the type picks, man. When we do an OTR, pick them that can put you ahead on the on the standing. So yeah, I'm I'm going to Rams though. I'm going Rams twenty four twenty. But I like that pick, yo. I do like that pick. It's crazy. I'm picking the Rams to win OTR. Pick them. But I might put some money on the Bears in that five and a half points. <laughs> thousand percent, yeah. Like a last second field goal can easily win and you still get paid the big buck. Throw a stack on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So listen, man, fellas, that that was the, that's the show, the long ass show. We, we I didn't expect Stan Van Gundy to to draw. <laughs> to, got Stan Van Gundy tearing his family up to draw <laughs> some. I, I didn't expect. I didn't expect uh, Stan Van Gundy to to draw such conversation, but it was good conversation, nevertheless. So, listen, man, this is the time of the show where I give you guys a chance to drop some shit in closing, man. So, I'm gonna start with you, Quan. Anything you want to say in, co- in closing? Hey, you know, it took some time. Marvelous show. The energy was fantastic. The OTR Sports this is what we bring to to you know to to the light. My brother Daoud came on. Amazing, man! I, I loved it. I loved it. We got to, we got to keep doing this. We got to keep, keep the, the the positive vibes going, and and we just got to keep generating more, more, more outcome for this, man. This is amazing. Love it. Yes, sir. B, any remarks in closing, man? I tried to give you ten seconds earlier in the show to throw yeah. your shots, but any any closing, any parting shots, anything you got? <laughs> uh, no parting shots. Enjoy y'all weekend. I will be. Uh, I will be uh, surpassing you this week, Quan. Mike, I'm on your ass. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and last but not least, man, our guest, our special guest, man, we we're gonna we're gonna leave an open invitation for him anytime he wants to join us on Saturday mornings to do the show. But oh, man, any closing remarks? 
Yeah. Um, first of all, foremost, I love you guys. I, I, you know, I love you guys since I was eight, nine years old. So it's been a while. I love talking sports with you guys. This is what we do. We've, we used to argue Allen Iverson or Kobe. Like, I mean, these, these, these debates keep going on. Secondly, make sure you guys get out there and vote. It's a very pivotal time and, you, you know, should exercise that right. If you feel free, if you feel that it's going to affect either way. So on that note, one love and peace to everybody. Peace to all the gods, too. Word, man. In closing, man, I want to say again, thanks to Ooh for coming on and joining us. Thanks to the fellas for another good show. Uh, to everybody out there watching that's tuned in, that's going to be listening to this on the audio version, we Thank appreciate you. you. We love you. You keep us going, man. We got listeners all over the place that we can't believe that we do, but we appreciate <laughs> y'all. But with that said, I want to throw this across the screen. Hey. OT, off the Record Podcast, man. Check us out. We are on all your uh, podcast platforms everywhere. Search us out. We're on YouTube. Search us out. Search us out on Sportscaster, man. We're broadcasting live on Sportscaster as well right now, so shout out to them. And of course, man, shout out to Crossover Media. Shout them out, man. Check us out. Check out Crossover Media, Crossover 365 on all your social media platforms. And that's it, man. Follow us on social media, too, because we follow people back. We, we chit-chat with you. We shoot the shit with you. We do all of that. So Damn, yo, I'm gonna follow you if you're talking that bullshit though. Like you, you, you plugging your um your companies like Russell Simmons in the early nineties. Uh, let me let me plug one more thing, man. Listen, man, we got some merch, man. Podcast life merch. Hey, listen, this shit is true, man. This is what we do. We research, we drink, we record, we drink some more, man, and do it over. So <laughs> get no this. Doubt, no doubt. It's hoodie, it's hoodie no. season. It's hoodie season at that. So get yourself a hoodie, man. With all of that said, peace out. We love you, man. We out.